Yeah, so you're just really open to all wines. I like the wine and not the label. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. If you are familiar with Emmy Award-winning series Shit's Creek, then you are familiar with that line, and I'm starting things off with that, to celebrate Pride Month. But before we dive into this episode, let me share a little something with you about celebrating sustainability and celebrating the different islands of the Philippines. Brown out! Don't we all panic even with just a five-minute power outage? Did you know that for a number of our kababayans, life without electricity for light, for basic necessities, is the norm and not just an interruption? This is what FP Island Energy is focusing on. They offer sustainable solutions to provide energy in the most remote places using one of the country's first microgrid systems, opening up more opportunities and an improved quality of life for Filipinos. With FP Island Energy Sustainable Solutions, sustainable power is one that is truly powered by good. Are you yearning for a little bit of sun and some fresh air? Or maybe you're in need of a quick getaway from reality. Join me, Aaron Palabiab, as I take you on a journey through some amazing spots in the Philippines with this limited time series, Escape, Stories from the Road, brought to you by the Department of Tourism, Philippines. Sit back and relax as you listen to this immersive travel and adventure podcast that will make you want to pack your bags and book your next trip Escape Stories from the Road is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. I like the wine and not the label. Does that make sense? Those, of course, are lines from a conversation between Stevie and David from Schitt's Creek. Oh my gosh, I love the way that scene was written. It's a series that I recently just watched and finished. In case any of you are Schitt's Creek fans, I'm sure you're super familiar with that. So yes, happy Pride! Happy Pride Month to everyone listening to this, and that exactly is our topic for today. We're going to talk about Gen Z and the gender preference of this generation, according to Miel Pangilinan in a little throwback. And paano nga ba i-practice yung inclusivity, hindi lang during Pride Month. Let's get right to it. Speaking of beautifully written, and like I mentioned earlier, Miel Pangilinan, one of the things that made me smile the past few days was exactly that, the post of Miel Pangilinan, where she says, This June, I am celebrating my first Pride Month as openly and publicly queer. I really can't figure out the words to say right now. It's a really emotional and freeing time right now, and I'm endlessly thankful to my close friends and family who have supported me and shown me love as I've grown and explored my own gender and sexual identity. I know it sounds silly, but posting this truly feels cathartic. I've spent so many sleepless nights over the span of much of my childhood and teenage life, worrying and wondering about a plethora of things surrounding my identity. And it only feels right that I post this at the point I'm now where I'm comfortable enough in who I am and who I love and how I choose to present. It's kind of a full circle moment for me, in a way. I love that. I love everything that Miel said that is only a portion of her post. And 
In July 2021, I instantly remembered this when I saw Miel's post. In July 2021, I had the honor of interviewing both Frankie and Miel Pangilinan here on the podcast. You can check back at that episode. You can scroll down. And the episode was about asking them to react to different Gen Z assumptions. So Gen Z is too sensitive or Gen Z has no drive to succeed. And one of the assumptions I asked them to react to was the assumption that Gen Z is the most gender-fluid generation. I remember being so impressed and inspired by the wisdom of Frankie and Miel, and I wanted to share with you what the answer of Miel was to that, the assumption that Gen Z is the most gender-fluid generation. Almost a year ago, this is what she had to say. A lot of people like to say that Gen Z is very... So much of Gen Z are like LGBT. I don't think that. Because that just turns being gay, being bisexual, being, you know, it just turns it into a trend. Yeah. You know, it turns it into like a... As if it was a choice yeah. for people. When it's, when, not. when it's not. And like, that's, I, 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 like when I hear that, when people are like, you know, it's like so much of Gen Z are gay. All of you are like, you know, why is everybody like, it's like, it's, it's not a choice. The only thing is, is that our generation or like, you know, even the millennials, it's like, it started with the millennials, the whole, you know, like... With the internet and with like the unknown and everything, a lot of people became more accepting and it became more socially acceptable to be gay, to be trans, you know. And like, obviously, we're not at complete acceptance yet of everybody, but like, we're not the most gender fluid generation. I think it's just that we're the generation that is talking about has been, you know, it's like we like more people in our generation have felt safer and have yeah. been in better circumstances we're at a better circumstance now like the lgbtq plus community are at a better circumstance now mm-hmm. than they were decades ago to come out and say i am blank yeah and like or i identify as blank because like the thing is, is that there were still gay people and still there were still yeah. queer people in like decades ago it's just that before it was literally outlawed in many places yeah. to be gay at all exactly. and it's just that i think that our generation it's just that we're just a lot more accepting and it's a lot more normalized mm-hmm. to be gay and to be, sorry, I keep using the word gay, but like to be LGBTQ plus, you yeah. know, it's because we're more, we're talking about it more. Yeah. But it's also because social media allows for LGBTQ plus kids and like Gen Zers to express to, themselves. And, yeah. And to make connections yeah. and to like, you know, all of that. Like Miel said, we are talking about it more, and especially during June, which, like I mentioned, is Pride Month, we talk about this a lot. And I think this news is such a big deal because it's such public personalities involved. Miel herself is not exactly in show business or in politics, but of course, her parents are very, very well known. And for them to have given the messages of support that they gave for me, is such a big deal in um, pushing towards equality, inclusivity, and I'm sure it was a big deal um, for the LGBTQIA plus community. So in case you missed that, um, Senator Kiko, Miel's father, actually reacted or commented on her post and said, I love you, my yelly belly, mama, and I will always be here for you, always, for certain, forever, no matter what, period, no comma, the end of the paragraph. Amen. And 
Her mom, of course, the Sharon Conetta, uh, penned a really beautiful message. And let me read part of it. She says, I know that my meals coming out will draw lots of attention. Lots of them will be negative. Lots of people who are quick to judge instead of pausing to think for a moment that my daughter, like so many members of the LGBTQ plus community, did not choose to be queer. She just is. I believe God doesn't make mistakes. So many of the most sincere and most decent people I know are also LGBTQ+, and I love them for all that they are. What's next is that I will have a happier daughter who is now free and will always be a good person with a good heart and still always courageous. She is cute in that her crushes on boys, especially in K-pop, are genuine, and if she likes girls, that will be genuine too. She will certainly be treated no different by us, her family, and those who truly love her. I will love her just the same, if not more. Like I said, all my children are perfect. I may be a mom with traditional values, but that doesn't mean that my mind is too tiny to accept people for what they are. What more, my own child. What matters in a person is their goodness, sincerity, pureness of heart, faith in God. In male, I have all those. Parang medyo na emotional ako actually reading that. It's so, so, so beautiful to hear. And me as a straight, cisgendered woman with daughters of my own as well, I can only imagine how much of a hug this felt reading this to all members of the LGBTQIA plus community. So yeah, that's why we are doing episodes like this. I want to learn more as well. Paano ba yung inclusivity at hindi lang during Pride Month. Paano na ibang months when it's not Pride? It's easy to say we're all for equality. It's easy to say we're accepting of all gender identities. Diba? Ang dali-daling sabihin um, ng lahat ng yon. But how can we walk the talk? Diba? When it comes to being open and inclusive to the LGBTQIA plus community. And I remember what inspired this episode actually. It was a tweet by director Sam Lee. She's a queer director who does beautiful love stories about um, queer queer love stories as well. And she posted about a brand during Pride Month who wanted to, to work with her um, during Pride Month for an execution. And she replied, uh, Okay, what have been your brand's initiatives when it comes to LGBTQIA plus rights? Um, within your company. And ang reply daw sa kanya ay, basta inclusive kami. And I think she put an emoji na parang smile, na parang sad, or like nakabaliktad. And um, I think to some extent, a lot of us are guilty of that. That, um, yeah, it's easy kasi to say, but when everyday life comes in, how inclusive are we really? So like I said, I wanted to learn more. So for this conversation, I invited Richard Estrella. So he's a marketer and a branding expert who I met during his years at PNG, where he worked on company events and efforts on equality and inclusion. So I invited him to talk a bit about his learnings this past decade on making workspaces, organizations, groups more inclusive, and not just during Pride Month. He's currently based in New York, studying public policy, and he recently joined Mind Nation as their chief evangelist. So we start things off by talking about mindsets to have or what we might be getting wrong about inclusivity. Listen to this. I think first of all, we need to break that 
cycle na parang diversity or include inclusivity is a numbers game because I think we're trying to take a take a list or take off from a box or na parang okay meron tayong feature na mm. LGBT that makes us inclusive or uh, we have like an activity during uh, Pride Month that makes us inclusive. I think the very first one or at least the, when I started, when a company told me about being open and inclusive, it's not tied to a gender. It's not tied to a certain cause because it's not a charitable thing to be inclusive. It's a, a requirement. Yeah. It's a human thing. It's a requirement. So it's a, your responsibility to include everyone. And in fact, I mean, the end in mind or the vision should be companies do not call for inclusivity because everyone feels included already. I think that's that's one yeah, that thing. that It's not a metric that we need to say, okay, maran tayong flag here, may poster tayo this year. Um, June, we need to do something. Otherwise, mafa-flag tayo as um, not as a non-inclusive company. So I think that's a very first uh, mindset. Um, the other one, siguro, is that diversity doesn't mean inclusivity right away. Um, because one, diversity talks about composition, but inclusivity is a more active. Kumbaga, kung may potential energy, may kinetic energy naman the inclusivity. Ay, Gusto mo yun. science <laughs> metaphor. Love it. Okay, okay. Run that by yes. me again. Sure. So parang the diversity is a potential energy in a way na parang it's it's a set of it's a set of individuals that you are already like um already have in your organization. But inclusivity is a kinetic energy, which means it's an active force. Na as I've said earlier, it's a cycle of one ingraining it to someone that you have to include everybody, not only through gender, but probably I mean through other segments, cuts, etc. And it's something that you do every day. And it's not something that um, is being said to you to do it, but it's naturally coming out of you as a habit. So, mm-hmm. yun, I think yung difference then that we need to on how we can look at this entire diversity and inclusivity thing. Uh, when I asked my friend about it also, um, he was like telling me, na parang diversity means that you are invited to a party. Na parang you can dance. Okay, dance ka. Pero like inclusivity means that you can dance freely with no one's judging you on how you dance. And it and it's actually giving that feel that all kinds of dances and moves are accepted here because it's one dance or it's about your expression. So I think if we get to that stage, then I think that's the inclusivity stage that we we all are like aiming for. Yeah. Ang ganda no. That makes it so so clear i love it i guess i also wanted to know because it like you mentioned it it's not just limited to a month it's not just limited to a gender what are the little things in the workplaces you've been in that have made you feel included like little Mm -hmm. everyday things that everyone can Mm do um to make everyone feel more included Mm mm-hmm um, I think as basic as one, when you wear a different outfit compared to the rest, not only that people will look at you, but people will appreciate your style and not because you're different. Um, when people look at it as a form of expression or as a form of art rather than as a form of being different, then mm. that 
gives that person, whoever that is, especially if you're a junior, na parang, yes, you're okay to express yourself. Um, that's one. Second is also, I think, representation matters. Not not to have them as a number again, but more of like, if you see people in that company growing, uh, not because they're gay or they're lesbian, but because they're really good. So yeah. you will you will see that it's a really merit-based company. So it's based on your performance, not with anything else. And I saw that from my companies in the past. Um, with PNG, I saw someone growing. I'm like, okay, it's not, it's not a, going to be a barrier pala for me. So just go on. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, on, on that little thing, on like them embracing your form of expression and second, them supporting you to even get to the next level regardless of how you present yourself is mm-hmm. another, another thing. And then last one, I think it's important to share the story. Um, and in PNG, for example, they will put up a pride wall. And not because it's a pride month, but because the stories are authentic. The stories are very touching in a way na parang it's not only about the member of the community, but it's an ally and the member of community interacting to one another. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing about it, that you bring it forward and you also expand it to the community. Like it's a normal story and people focus on the lesson of that story rather than, okay, ah, okay, ito na to, pink, pink party to or rainbow flag ito. So Mm-mm. it's not about that. And you're also encouraging people to share their own stories as well, regardless of like um, their status, regardless of whatever. Oh, ang ganda. Yeah, and I definitely saw that firsthand, like what you said about representation. I remember, um, I know someone na nag-expat status, and then nagulat mm-hmm. ako because um, his partner yes. also got the benefits that an expat husband or wife would get. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. That's like walking the talk in a major yes. way. It, yes. Because I think these setups will come in. Like, and I know that person also. Like, I, I got so inspired by that too. You know, parang one, um, he's getting promoted like because he's really good as well. And he's getting all the support that he, he deserved. Diba? Parang at that point, na even getting that domestic partner um, to wherever in the world. In fact, they've traveled the world already. And I think the difference there is that Sometimes companies will say, "Ah, kasi wala kami policy eh. Ito kasi yung black and white na parang ano siya husband and wife, etc." But if you make your policy as well, an open heart and an open ear and an open eyes as well to the status, not to the I mean, physiological background of the person, mm-hmm. you'll know that the needs are not any different. The needs are the same. So recognizing that is the best thing because that way you will propel yourself to writing what's the best policy not only for that person but for that unit and for that individual. I, I always listen to the podcast of Adam Grant. So he's mm-hmm. an organizational psychologist. And hate na hate daw niya when CEOs or heads of companies and organizations say parang, no, but this is how we've always done it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's like the worst mindset to have. You always have to be willing to adapt um, mm-hmm. to better the system, the policies, like you said. Yes, exactly. So I think 
Um, for sure, not all companies are there yet um, because probably ito mga policies na to, minana nila from the past. But it's not, I mean, it's not that hard to one look at the policy and see whether structurally or fundamentally ba, our policies in place are supportive. Mm-mm. And right now, me, I'm studying like policy making and all that. I think that goes to show na, oh, nga, no, we, we can just review even the simple memos to like make sure that everyone feels included. The more we have these conversations about the experiences of the LGBTQIA community, and the more we do our part in listening to all these stories, like Miel mentioned earlier, the safer we can make everyone feel as we all navigate learning more about people's sexual orientation, gender identity, and expression. I know there are a lot of new terms and it can sometimes get overwhelming or confusing, but I think as long as we commit to uphold respect for all preferences and identities. We're headed in the right direction. And so, I'd like to end this episode with Richard's final words on celebrating pride and inclusivity. Yeah, and I hope talaga, Bianca, we reached a point na Women's Month, Pride Month, yes, we celebrate the stories and it's not like it's a call to action all the time because people have already action to what is needed. And baby steps are fine. The other piece lang that is recognize that probably if you don't know these things, you can reach out to experts. You have like, you know, Women's Center. You have like all of these um, agencies, Love Yourself, Queer Spaces, and a lot of agencies trying to educate people about these things. It's okay to accept that you don't know. The thing is that if you're not part of that evolution, your mindset will always be that same person 10 years ago. Like for me, even as part of the community, it's not like I know everything, but I also continuously ensure that I'm part of the pace. I'm part of that evolution so that I understand my peers. I understand how this entire, you know, inclusivity should actually be addressed or be actually part of a daily conversation or daily habit. Again, happy Pride to everyone! And I would love to hear what you think about this episode, whether you have a favorite takeaway or whether you would want to share a mindset that people should correct when it comes to LGBTQIA or inclusivity. I love seeing your tags. Please do tag me at IamSuperBianca on Twitter or Instagram or Instagram stories. Or if you would like to share your story as well, I would love that. We have a safe space, our private Facebook group, the Paano Bato Kumustahan group. Feel free to join that. I will catch you there. And that's it for this episode of Paano Bato the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Animal Podcasts. And in case anyone wants to start their own podcast, check out Anchor. It's free and super easy to start your own pod. Till our next episode. Stay safe, supers! Bye!